This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by GoGo's Bootcamp. Are you a real estate agent looking for the very best media training program on the planet? GoGo Bethke is considered the top Instagram realtor in the country, and her step-by-step training program will take your social media game to the next level. Keeping It Real listeners receive a special discount, so please visit gogopodcast.com. That's G-O-G-O podcast.com for your special discount. And now, on with the show. Welcome to Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I am your guide and host through the show. And today is our monthly coaching moments with Ryan D'April. Now, if you're not familiar with Ryan or if you're new to the show, Ryan comes on every single month to provide our listeners and our viewers a coaching moment and a coaching session. So let me tell you a little bit about Ryan. Ryan is a progressive thought leader focused on providing for his agents and staff at D'April Properties. His strengths are his motivational skills, his coaching style, and his dedication to training. Now, he has 14 offices throughout Chicagoland. Also, he has offices in Wisconsin, Indiana, and Michigan with hundreds and hundreds of top producing agents. D'April Properties is a coaching company with eight strategic coaches who work week in and week out with every agent individually focused on business planning, coaching, and accountability. Now, if you'd like to take your career to the next level, or if you're just not getting the attention you need, check out D'April Properties. Visit d'aprilproperties.com. Welcome, Ryan. And in addition to Ryan, before we get to Ryan, I also want to welcome Lindsay uh, Miller to the show. Lindsay works at D'April Properties as well. She and Ryan work very closely in crafting a lot of the curriculum, uh, the coaching, and um, they are basically partners in crime. So we're super excited to have both Lindsay and Ryan on the show today. Thanks, guys. Welcome. Thanks for having us. Welcome, Lindsay. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, DJ. I'm so happy to be here. And I think, Lindsay, I think this is the first time you've been on the show. Unless I'm misremembering, it's possible. But I think this is the first time. Yeah, you're right. It's the first time. I'm really, really excited. A little nervous because I'm usually a behind the scenes person, but I am really excited. I love your show. Oh, thank you. Well, Ryan I sprung is, it on, is... I sprung it on Lindsay DJ. I sprung it on her this well, morning. Um, the but more, it was, it's the... a good... Yeah, we're excited. The more the merrier. And I know she provides a tremendous amount of value to your organization, which provides a tremendous yes. amount of value to the agents that are involved. And I'll, I'll even tell everyone uh, listening, my girlfriend is likely going to join Ryan's company. She is a new agent. And she looked at a lot of different firms um, trying to figure out what was the best fit with her particular skill set. And she's 99% sure it's going to be Ryan's. So I probably shouldn't say that in case she doesn't join, but I'm 99% sure she will. And um, she was mo- she was absolutely the most impressed with with Ryan's uh, Ryan's company. So if you're an agent in the in the Chicagoland area or you know Indiana, Michigan, Wisconsin, and you're looking for a firm that really helps you with, I think the hardest part of being an agent, which is a lot of the marketing um, and, and the coaching, um, that's that's what they offer, and it's kind of their their niche, and they're actually very obviously very successful as a result. So. Um, um, anyway, welcome, guys. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Sure. So what we thought, DJ, we would talk about today, I'm at home if you can't hear my dog barking in the background, sorry about that, um, is uh, accountability. And um, 
doing the things that you need to do uh, that are necessary to make your business success. I was speaking with an agent the other day and he quoted somebody and he wasn't certain who it was. He thought maybe it was Michael Phelps. Um, but he said the difference, Michael Phelps or whoever said this quote is the difference between somebody who is excellent and somebody who is mediocre is the person who is excellent is willing to do the mundane day in and day out. Yeah. And, um, and as you were introducing us in the, in the organization, you said a coaching company that focuses on, or a company that focuses on coaching. And in other words, you said accountability. And I called Lindsay this morning and, uh, and I said, hey, help me think this through. And it was about nine this morning. I had two coaching calls. One started at seven in the morning and then uh, another one started at eight. At nine o'clock, I had a window and I called Linz and I said, hey, help me. And I knew, I knew where I was going. So I called my accountability partner. I said, help me think this through. I just don't feel like doing a podcast today. Sure. I feel like, um, I feel like I'm saying the same thing over and over again and, uh, and that I'm not adding value. And, uh, and that's when Lindsay chimed in, right, Linz? I did. I was like, okay, why don't you talk about that today instead? Because you absolutely do add value. And I guarantee you there are so many people who would benefit from hearing that, even the things that you love to do, sometimes you just don't feel like you're able to bring it for that day for whatever reason. And so you consider stepping back and not doing it when really you need to like push in harder at that point. So right when you said that, I started getting excited and my blood started flowing, DJ. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is it. This is what we're talking about because this is what we all struggle with. You know, I'm a human. We are all the same. We are all we all have these issues and, and, and to be successful, you've got to, and DJ, by the way, I'm not, I'm not calling your podcast mundane. Um, I'm talking about the, the live flow we discussed sure. about being in flow with your network uh, that day in and day out, um, you know, be it 10 contacts or 24 contacts a day. Um, it, it, it gets mundane. And, um, and Lindsay, you said something, you said, at least you're being honest. Do you say honest with yourself? Yeah, because, you know, the first thing you have to do is own it and recognize, like, okay, wh why am I feeling this way? And for you, it was like, am I bringing value? And I would argue for most people, that's the question, right? It's like, mm -hmm. you know, when you're talking life flow, that's the number one thing that we hear, right, right? It's like, hey, what do I say every single time? They're going to get sick of hearing from me. I'm not able to bring value to them. And you're like, yeah, you are. You're crazy. They want, they would love to hear from you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and, and the owning it part that Lindsay had brought up is um, I, it's, it's all about habits. And, 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 and so that's in our coaching, we want people, we're not focused on the results. We're focused on the activities. What yeah. we really want is, is, is this to be habitual for you. And um, so I was able to call Lindsay because I was able to protect myself. I have somebody, I have my rock that I go and I lean on. And I said, Hey, let me tell you how I'm feeling. And I know damn well she wasn't going to let me off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but I owned it, like Lindsay said. I owned it. And even though I didn't recognize it, she pointed, she said, at least you're owning it and you know what you're doing and let's talk it through. And within five minutes, I was charged up and kept looking at my watch like, when's 11 o'clock going to start? When's 11 o'clock going to start? Because I want to get in front of the viewers. I want to tell them, hey, um, it is the mundane. To be excellent Okay, to, to have that outstanding career, it's not home runs. It's base hits every day, day in and day out. It's doing it when you are busy as well. So 
like DJ, I got a lot going on. And, and, and I, I have four different organizations. We, we built an entrepreneur operating system, which is a technology we've launched that other real estate agents and other companies are using. We have a, a mortgage company, which is also, we coach loan officers. We have a title company, a real estate company. It's all a coaching organization. I've got a lot going on, but you want to know something? It's critically important that I meet with you. Yeah. It's critically important that I continue doing the things day in and day out that provide the snowball effect. Um, the compound effect, all these things that all these great authors and, and students of success have studied and have taught us through, you know, e-learning or e-learning, gosh, e-books or books or, or podcasts. You know, I, I want to applaud anybody who is listening to this right now, who's thoroughly in, 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 in engaged in listening to this. So I would applaud you because you're taking the efforts to improve yourself. And, and that's what it's all about. Um, the real estate industry, um, failure rate is tremendously high uh, because you are essentially starting your own business. You, you do need to be with an organization that partners with you because it doesn't have to be a solo sport. It shouldn't be a solo sport. It's a lonely world if you want to be a lone wolf out there. Uh, but you need to have that accountability and that structure to keep you on path to doing uh, those mundane things. Um, I, I want to pause, yeah. pause for a second because really what, what you're talking about in prior, you know, earlier was, was about support. And, and when I, I don't mean support, I need help with this deal. Uh, you know, Hey, brokerage firm, help me with, uh, with knowing what paperwork to fill out. And, and, you know, I have a question that my client asked and I don't know the answer we're talking about. We all, Ryan talked and Lindsay were talking about habits. Um, and we all know there's habits that will propel our business forward. And then there's habits that will stifle our business. Um, and the habits that are really going to take us to the next level are going to be challenging. And, and every day, you know, you're not always going to wake up full of vim and vigor to accomplish a difficult, hard, uh, consistent, maybe mundane sort of task, right? Like those are, those are, those are just, you know, it's that old, um, Zen saying before enlightenment, chop wood, carry water after enlightenment, chop wood, carry water, right? You have to chop wood, carry water. And that isn't always fun. I interviewed a, a gentleman on the podcast a few weeks ago is one of the biggest agents in the entire country. And he works, works out uh, four days a week or five days a week at 5 a.m. And I said, oh my God, you must love working out. And he's like, no, well, who loves working out? Because it's the hardest thing. I hate it. He goes, but, um, <laughs> so he, so I was really like, and he's like this big muscular guy. And I, I thought, oh, well, if he hates it, I feel a little bit better about not loving working out as well, but I still should do it. And so what you talked about is, hey, you, you got up this morning, you've got a lot of other stuff on your plate. You've got four organizations to run, hundreds of agents to help. And you're doing this podcast as a favor really to us and our listeners. And it doesn't always make, you know, sort of the most exciting part of anyone's day. Believe me, I, I, I'm the host of this podcast. I deal with this all the time. For me, what's nice is every so often uh, a listener will write in and say, hey, this really helps me. So that helps. I try to keep that in mind when I'm, when my tank is on empty. Um, but um, you know, what's great is also having another person. So you have Lindsay to be able to say, hey, I, I am doing this. I'm committed to this thing. I don't really feel like doing it right now. So I need some support and some help. Here's what the, I'm actually feeling. And, and can you help me with that? Um, this is so important for our listeners to understand that every day you're going to wake up and you, you're running a real estate business. 
boy, you know, you have to run every part of that business or most parts of it yourself. That is difficult. And there's parts of it that you're going to love doing. And there's going to be parts that some days are really tough. Having an accountability partner, and I don't mean somebody that punishes you for not getting things done, but somebody you can call and say, I'm struggling right now. I don't want to make my phone calls or I don't want to, you know, follow up with this particular client. And I just want to be honest about it. And that's kind of what you guys, what you guys did. And then you talked through it and you said it left you within a few minutes, because I think part of it is you were honest about it and said, this is what I'm experiencing. And it's okay <laughs> yeah. to experience uh, a little bit of discomfort. No, it absolutely is. And, and that is, that's our culture. And, and one of our core values is develop yourself and others. So I want to circle back to you. You said, I'm doing you a favor. I'm absolutely not doing a favor. You're doing me a favor by allowing me on here. Because the reason we say develop yourself and others is, to learn, then you need to teach. Yeah. So let me say that to teach is to learn. So every time I'm teaching somebody, like I'm on here with you guys right now, I'm learning. And one of uh, the biggest, best things I feel about our culture and coaching and the coaching culture for those of individuals that are not in coaching, that don't have coaching is um, we say you have to embrace it. When we mean by embrace it, you got to be vulnerable. You have to pick up the phone and say, Lindsay, this is how I feel. Mm-hmm. Talk me through it. And there are so many individuals, and, and, I, and I feel bad for them that they don't allow it of themselves. They don't, they don't allow others into their lives to help them and hold them accountable and just be honest. And um, I, so I, 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 I've said to Lindsay many times, where would I be without you? And how would I get, get along without you. But I also know on the flip side, through her telling me I provide significance in her life. I, I am somebody that she knows she, I'm her, she's my rock. Well, that's important to her. So it's that givers gain mentality. It's to teach is to learn. And I get to tell you people, it's a beautiful thing. And it's, it's a cool chemistry. If you open yourself up to it, the people will appear that will uh, be there to help you and encourage you. Uh, I always tell everybody when we coach them, it's not, it's, we're not bringing you in here to say, tisk tisk. you didn't do the task we told you to do. It's okay, you didn't do the task we told you to do. No problem, let's talk it through. Why don't we do it today? Okay, great. What are you gonna do tomorrow and the next day and the next day? Let's visualize it, let's, let's meditate on it. Let's take a moment, let's plan. All right, see you in a week. And we know we're not going to get 100%, but we, we know we're going to be better than what we did the week before. And we all have our dark corners in the world, and we all climb in a hole. It's human nature. It's the important thing is raising your hand up and say, hey, I'm in this hole. Can somebody come pull me out of this? I'm creating this inside my head. And uh, I think that's the most important and valuable tool or, 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 or thing to coaching is that other human being on the other end who's not in the weeds that's looking at your business and to be like, Hey, look over here, look at over there. And by the way, yeah, it's this, it's this mundane day-to-day activity that if you continually do it day in and day out, um, your life will become a lot easier because it's going to pay huge dividends because it's going to create that compound effect because it is the little things that get you ahead. It's not the home runs. So yeah, it's, it's singles and doubles all day long. And the hard part is, um, the good news is you don't have to swing for the fences. You don't have to swing for that home run uh, every day. You can, you can build a really amazing career with singles and doubles. But what you're, in order to get those singles and doubles, it's just a consistent amount 
of, of daily activity. And a lot of it, you're just not going to want to do. It's just how it is. And it's okay to admit that because all of us are imperfect. All of us struggle. I woke up this morning. It was dark outside or darkish. It's been dark most of this week here in Chicago. And I, there was one day this week where I'm like, I don't want to go to work. And I knew I had to because I didn't have a choice. But because I knew I would go to work, I allowed myself to feel that I didn't want to instead of denying it and saying, well, you should feel so lucky to have a job and you shouldn't ever feel like you don't want to go contribute and, and you make a, a diff, you know, I just said, no, no, okay, I know all of that, but today I just don't want to do it. And I allowed myself to feel it. And then like Ryan was saying, you know, he shared it with, with his, uh, with Lindsay and they were able to talk through it and, and resolve it. And in a way then he was able to move forward. And I, I had the same thing. I called my girlfriend and I said, I don't think I want to go to work today. And she goes, okay, well, tell me about it. She didn't say, well, you need to go to work and you have to. She just said, well, talk about it. And, and I did. And then I got it out, out of me. And if everyone should have a support system in place, whether it's right, and a release. brokerage or your friends or your family, you have to be able to tell the truth uh, to people in your life. And that will help you get beyond um, you know, these normal everyday challenges that every single one of us faces. I don't want to floss my teeth every evening. And I just don't want to do that. Um, but, um, you know, it's a good habit to cultivate. So I have to figure out what gets in the way. I mean, I, I actually do floss my teeth every night, but there was many years where I didn't. And so I had to finally get to a point where I just had perfect like very fortunate teeth my whole life. So I didn't have to do that. All of a sudden I was like, oh, I really, this is going to be a bad thing for me if I don't do it. So I had to figure out how to create the discipline in my life. And it wasn't easy. And, um, you know, I've, I've, I've gotten support. I have somebody who calls me every morning. This is not a joke. And she asks me, even though it's been years since I have missed flossing my teeth, she calls me at 7.30 in the morning. She asks me 15 questions. And one of them is, did you remember to floss your teeth last night? And I pay her to do that. And that is, that is what I need to do to stay on top of my daily activities. I have an accountability partner who asks me if I clean my litter, the cat's litter box, things like that, because that's what I need. Well, you know, and with that, let's circle down to what we as real estate professionals need to be accountable to. Yeah. What's that number one thing? What's that one thing that is going to separate um, you from your former self, uh, you know, who's going to help you improve uh, and achieve more? And I, I always say it comes back to your network Yeah. and that your network is your net worth. And what we tend to do is we tend to get into the busy work. I got to do the busy work. I got to put the lockbox on the door. I got to put in the MLS. I got to get the pictures. I got to organize the picture. I got to meet the photographer. I got to I get, get the video and all of those things. I got to post it on social media and I, and all, of, and all of that is important. All of that is important. Um, but none of that matters if you don't have a network and you can start in this business without a network. It will take longer to get going, but you absolutely can start in the business without a network but your job for the first two years is going to be creating a network. It's not going to be selling homes. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I think about getting your real estate license. I think about getting your mortgage license. Think about getting your, even your law degree. I mean, it, all this stuff is not complicated. It's law, law school is, I, mean, I don't think really you need the four-year undergrad degree, though you do, but you, it's not necessary to go to a two-year uh, law school to get your, your law degree. Um, but you could, go, you could go to the best law school out there. But if you don't have a network to generate the business, you're going to be working for the person who does. Yeah. That's how it works out in life. There are those that can generate the business and then there are those that can do the business. 
Um, in real estate, in most cases, you are the same person. So you have to have that split personality. And I'm telling you, 80% should be focused on generating the business. 20% should be doing the business. Uh, getting your real estate license does not mean you're going to be successful in real estate. It's just, um, it's just a hurdle you have to jump and it goes in the past. And now you got to fix it down to the mundane, what is mundane to most people. And it's being engaged with your network. And, and how lucky are we that this is an industry where we can, you know, pretty, pretty, most people can pretty readily get a license if they take the classes and study. And it's, it's a not insurmountable exam, although it's not easy, but it's doable. Um, and how cool is it that once you get your license, the vast majority of buyers and sellers go, who do we know who's a realtor when they need a realtor? They just think, who do we know? So how cool is it that in this industry, your network, as Ryan is, is fond of saying, your network is your net worth, because that's where the vast majority of business is going to come from. And then of course, adding to that, but most industries, if you're in a sales type position, it does not work that way. You can't just go to your friends and family. Hey, you know, who needs to buy an air compressor for, you know, a, uh, a commercial building because nobody's going to be in that industry and you are cold calling and you are starting in a much more difficult position. Whereas the vast majority of the people, you know, are going to need a realtor at some point in their life. And they're going to want to choose somebody that they like and trust. Why isn't it? Why, why couldn't that be you? So you have this really, this really impressive, there's not many industries where it works like that. So you're really fortunate. So if you're not spending time cultivating and nurturing that list and making sure you know everything about every one of your contacts and putting it in a database and having a daily routine, um, you know, then, then you're really missing out. As Ryan says, 16% of the people you know are going to need a realtor in the next 12 months. So the question is, how do you get more of those transactions? We're always looking for, I don't know enough people. I don't know enough leads. Well, you actually probably know a lot um, and you still should add to your database, but the people you already know, there's a lot of business there and cultivating and nurturing those relationships is, is what wins the game. And almost everyone I've ever interviewed on this podcast, top 1% producers say the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I tell you, one of the purposes of me coming on to this podcast, and I'm grateful for you allowing me to come here, is to elevate our industry. Uh, I love our business and I love our industry. So I feel a responsibility to elevate our industry. So I'm going to comment to tell everybody here listening, remember the number one value you add is emotional intelligence to the transaction. You might not have the best emotional intelligence, but I'm telling you, that's your product, people. And whether you're a real estate agent or you're a loan officer, and I work with both of these individuals, right? I, I have loan originators that work at our company, and I have real estate agents. And, <clears throat> um, you know, there have been businesses that have tried to disrupt our industry by taking out the person. And then I see real estate agents get very frustrated, and I see loan officers get very frustrated with the emotional intelligence that they have to provide to the transaction. Right. Folks, if you can't provide that, then those disruptors will be able to yeah. take us out because it's the human emotional connection that the consumer is looking for. I was having a conversation with um, one of our loan originators. I was actually having a conversation. I was coaching. I was coaching a loan officer. And, um, and we uh, let me tell you something about what's going on in the mortgage industry right now, DJ. You might know about it, but it's a um, shit show to say the least. And rates okay. just went down again a couple days ago. And so then why do I say it's a shit show? Because yeah. everybody is refinancing right now. That's wonderful. Yeah. But there's a lot of people in the food chain, right? There's yeah. the investors, there's the aggregators, there's everything that goes on. And so there is all of a sudden a huge flush 
of business coming in. So there's something called non-QM. And non-QM are those unique loans that really make up 2% of the mortgage industry. Today, they're less than half a percent because originators are saying no more than they ever have because right now you're just shooting fish in the barrel. Right. Everybody, they're, the, 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 the buyers are out there, the refinances are out there. It is, it is a great time and a fairly easy time to be generating business as a loan originator. And when I do I have my coaching, my, my, my originators, I'm saying, please, please keep thinking about 2022. Yeah. Because if you're doing $30 million in volume this year, you're probably a $15 million producer. And if you're doing a $15 million, you might be a $7 million producer. So let's look at the R's versus the P's. R's are refinance versus the P's. Sure. And I say, so you got to think about this, but start going back to the point that I wanted to make. Uh, right. So we have these disruptors, right? Let's just say Redfin, right? Where you don't really need an agent. Sure. You don't need to compensate them. And um, they lose hundreds of millions of dollars a year. They're only backed artificially by being owned by TD Waterhouse and Goldman Sachs and they're publicly traded. Uh, but the company, uh, they say their revenue's up, but if you continue to look at their losses, over a decade, this company has probably lost a billion dollars of investors' income. Um, and and they've actually been a great lead source for us as real estate companies because they show to the consumer out there, yeah, you, right. want, a, you want somebody to talk to you, you want a shoulder to cry on, you want somebody to facilitate the transaction, wonderful. Well, let's go to the mortgage lending industry. Exact same thing. So there's this thing called a rocket mortgage, right? Yeah, sure. Well, what, what is rocket mortgage? Well, rocket mortgage or any digital mortgage platform is basically cutting out the loan originator and it's having a billboard and the basis points a loan originator is paid to originate a loan, which is generate a lead, is not there because the consumer goes to a billboard that takes them, they see a billboard, takes them to a website and they log on and they do the stuff. Now, the experience the borrower has is identical because behind the origination aspect of it is the opener, the processor, the closer, the underwriter. There is probably four to five people working on every loan, and that is not going anywhere. It is a human business, and I was coaching one of the loan originators. I'm like, you have to be the most emotionally intelligent person in the transaction to set expectations and not to be afraid to tell the listing agent and the buyer's agent and the buyer and the borrower and the seller, all that are involved. It, hey, it might not close this week, but it is closing next week. But I'm going to be honest, it's not closing this week. And when you get pushback on it, okay, that's why we're being paid. Because otherwise you could just go to a website, put in some data. The processors aren't going anywhere. The underwriters aren't going anywhere. The, the people, there is no such thing as a digital experience. There, there's no such thing. There's a digital acquisition of your business. But for me, when I'm doing a mortgage or I'm buying a house, I'd rather, and I'm going to be paying the same amount of money, I'd rather have a human being there that I could call and talk things through versus yeah. a one 800 number. It goes to the exact same thing in the travel industry. Uh, three years ago, we flew down to Mexico with a group of friends and I have a travel agent and she's in downtown uh, where I live. And, um, and she booked a trip and everything else. And another friend of mine did Expedia. And it was, it was, it was a tragic moment what happened with us on our way down there. Our friend's uncle uh, had passed away mm. um, suddenly and, uh, and they needed to get home soon. Right. And their airfare and their hotel, we all stayed at the same place. We all flew the same airline, all cost the same amount of money. 
But when we wanted to get home earlier, I called my travel agent, Andy, Andy Sarno. And my friend had to call 1-800-Expedia and be on hold for three hours. And so Andy has to be there. She does her running around. She gets it done for me where there is no originator, be it real estate originator, loan originator, or travel agent originator to deal with it. And so Andy had to take my phone call, work me for an hour, reschedule, and give me an experience. But I refer her, I use her over and over again. And this is, now I got to bring it back. I got to bring this all the way back to what we do. We're going to have clients crying. We have clients screaming. We're going to have all this. We're like, oh, my God. Well, guys, that's, that's what we do. It's emotional intelligence. And now they're only going to use people that they know, like, and trust. So I hope I could tie this up in a nice little bow for you to understand. This is why you need to be consistently in touch with your network month in and month out. If you have 200 people in your network, there's 20 working days a month, Monday through Friday, 200 divided by 20 is 10. 10 contacts, social media, Facebook, not posts, direct message, text message, phone call, how you doing? will ensure that I'm in touch with DJ once every month for 12 months. And 16% of those people transact every year. They're going to want somebody that they know, like, and trust. That's my job. That's how I generate this business. That's how I'm successful in this business. Yeah, it's, it's a customer service job. And, and we all need to realize that it's not sales. The, the homes, homes largely, right. I mean, it, it, there is a sales component, of course. But this is, an, you know, for many people, this is their largest financial purchase in their entire life, you know, outside of retirement, right? This or, or children's education. It's home, retirement, children's education. Those are the three big ones. And all of us get emotional. Um, I, and I will, I will share my, my, uh, my lending story just very briefly. So I, I, I have a friend that is, is a lender. So I decided to go with him because I know he's quite good. And I'm in the process. And he's of, a friend. And he's a, he's a, he he's is a one friend. of my close friends. Yes. And that's why you chose him. And that's why I chose him. And, and I knew he's extremely competent as well. But yes, yes that, yeah, so but those making two the things. point to the listeners, right? You're absolutely right. Yep. I chose him because he was my friend. No question. But I thought, yeah. You know, I should get a couple backup quotes because who knows, maybe his company won't accept me for some reason, or it's, this is a, for me, a very large loan. So I thought I should just, and maybe just compare rates and make sure I'm not, you know, getting a, getting a bad deal. So I, I said, um, I'm going to go out and get a couple of backup quotes. So I went to two online places, like you were mentioning, not, not the one you mentioned, but others, um, and actually very reputable institutions, but I just went on their website and I filled out the form. Well, both, uh, both of the in-house people they have called me back um, pretty quickly because it's probably a a loan that they would want. And um, we went through everything. Both of those people completely fell off the face of the earth after approving me within about two or three days. I've never heard from them since. Um, This is a loan I would think most loan officers would want to have. And um, yet the relationship I had with with my friend and, and what he did is after we were squared away with him. This is the original person I went with my friend. He said, I'm going to call you and I want to educate you. It's going to take about 30 minutes. Now, this is not my first home purchase, by the way. He's like, I want to educate you on exactly what's going on in the market right now with rates. And I want to explain the process. And I want to make sure you fully understand what the steps are along the way. And I was like, this is why this guy is one of the top agents, you know, or one of the top loan officers. Any chance that he'd say, be prepared. It's a lot of business out there. So things are moving slowly. Yes. And that's why that's an excellent loan originator. That's why it's an excellent loan originator. He's able to say, hey, get ready for a shit show. 
Yep. Because that's essentially what's going on. I mean, it's not all the shit show, but it's 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 all the same. I bet you the rates were very uh, were probably identical to the rates that he quoted as well. Yeah, they were. Yeah. So what it is, it's it is it's the uh, let's say the owner of the company shifting their cost of acquisition of DJ from an online thing to originator. Yeah. I will take the human all day long. I will take right. the human all day long versus the billboard to the website, which then you have to do the work anyways, but there's nobody that cares. And the cost savings, there's no cost savings to the consumer. Right. There, there isn't. There is a lack of experience, emotional intelligence, and that's why they have not been able to really, after 20 years, penetrate much market share because it's such an emotionally driven life in general, uh, let alone business. I interviewed a, um, a top, one of the top producers here in Chicago a few years ago or within the last year, I can't remember. And I asked her, um, and I, we have 44,000 agents in Chicago. So this is somebody who is in the top, not just 1%, literally in the top 10 top producers. And I said, you, you're, you're obviously very good at your job, but if you had to say, is there one thing that you do that you think makes the difference? And I expected her to say something like, well, I really know more about design or I can just walk into a home and I sort of understand the value just by looking with all the experience. She's been doing this 20 years. And I expected more of an experience answer, right? Like I just know more than the average person and that's why I'm so successful. That made, that would, that's what I would have guessed. Um, and she said something very different. She goes, you know, this is going to sound really dumb. She goes, but but I swear it's the, the main reason why I'm, I'm successful and maybe other people aren't. She goes, I call every single client I have at least one to two times a week and just let them know what's going on. And yeah. I said, and? and she goes, that's pretty much it. <laughs> and I said, well, <laughs> really? And she goes, yeah, because she goes, DJ, the bar is so low, is set yep. so low that most yep. agents don't even do that. We avoid our clients when we don't have any good news or maybe we have right. bad news or we have no right. news. And she You have said, to deliver bad news. That's why we're getting paid. Deliver the bad news. That's right. Sorry for cutting you off, DJ. No, no, that's it. I was just going to say, you know, if, if everyone listening just realizes customer service, this is all about emotional. It's not even just customer service. It's emotional customer service. And if you can provide emotional support on a consistent basis to everyone in your database, you will get more referrals than you know what to do with. If you can just be there to be supportive through it, because boy, what's more emotional than buying a home or selling a home? It's about the most, as far as stress uh, on the psychological scale, the most stressful activities there is. Moving is right up there at the very top near really awful tragic events in someone's life. Moving is as stressful or just underneath some of those really terrible things that happen. And moving is supposed to be this joyous, wonderful thing, but it is beyond stressful. So yeah, being emotionally supportive to your clients is, is everything. Yes. And then um, to wrap it up, I guess, and you guys come full circle and why we have the amazing Lindsay Miller on the call with us is you got to do the mundane. You don't feel like yeah. it. You, you got to call your coach. You got to call your accountability partner. You have to own it. Um, and then finally, just one other thing um, from some reading I've been doing this week, a book that Lindsay suggested to me. Um, listening. I'm just going to leave this with a quote listening is an activity. It's not a passive thing. It's one of the hardest things for us to do in this business, but, but listening is an activity. It's not passive. And it's a skill set that most of us just basically suck at. Yeah. And we have to get really better at listening. And then finally, um, I watched the movie with my girls two nights ago. I have three daughters, as you know, 
and it was the secret dare to dream. Have you seen it? No. Have you seen it, Lindsay? It's like one of those Hallmark movies, you know, feel good, law of attraction, cute movies. But for all the listeners out there, I want you to hear this. It was a great lesson. I want all my girls to watch the movie. And so we sat down and watched it. You get out of life what you expect from it. Yeah. You get out of life what you expect from it. Um, We should be grateful for every day that we have here because we don't know what's going to happen and make the most out of it and expect the best out of it because you're going to get what you expect out of life. And, and I think I want to leave everybody with that. Just really do the best to be in a positive mindset, expect the best out of things and you will get the best out of life. Yeah. Well said mindset. You know, we, we need to protect and nurture our mindset to create and cultivate that sort of those feelings that will help us get through the hard, difficult daily tasks that we all have to do. Um, And the reward though is so great. I'm about to head to a personal trainer and it is going to suck and I'm going to hate it while I'm doing it because it's that hard. She pushes me to exhaustion uh, with every muscle group that we focus on and it is difficult. And I am just not somebody who is naturally wired to want to do that. I do not want to do that. But at the end of the, at the end of the, the hour, I will be not only will I feel good because I'll have some endorphins running through, which is a nice byproduct of that physical exercise, but I will be proud of myself. And that's the most important thing. And then that will carry me through the rest of my day. So find esteem building activities, even if it's just, I don't, I didn't make my bed yesterday. I feel better when I make my best, make your bed. It will, it makes you feel better. So think about those esteem building activities, small little things. It doesn't have to be big sweeping home runs. It could be, Hey, I made my bed today. That made me feel good. Doing that then, then obviously goes out to other areas of your life. So anyway, what a, what a fun uh, podcast today. I loved it. And Lindsay, thank you for your contribution and being, uh, being Ryan's support system and being each other's support system, which I think is really, really important. Um, and uh, thank you guys both for, for being on the show. I want to remind everyone too, that if you're looking, if you're in the Chicagoland area or Wisconsin, Michigan, Indiana, and you're looking to for enough, another firm, maybe you're, you're at a firm and you're not getting the attention you need, or maybe you just want to see what other options exist. Uh, D'April Properties is, is a huge recommendation of ours. Um, my girl and girlfriend's probably going to join. So um, she's not joining our firm. So I'm trying not to be offended about that, but no, I'm kidding. Uh, but uh, she actually went, nope, Ryan's company is, is a better fit for her. And we couldn't be more proud to, to uh, encourage all of our listeners who are in those areas to explore April properties. And that's not why Ryan does this. He never asks me to do that, um, but I'm going to do it uh, because I think it, his company is really excellent. Um, so you know, feel free to, to explore that at dapralproperties.com. Um, Ryan and Lindsay, thank you again. Uh, you guys are awesome. We really appreciate you having, uh, coming on the show. Uh, Ryan comes on every month. Lindsay, uh, hopefully he can come on more often, which we'd love to have. Um, we'll but on behalf happen. of the, yeah, on behalf of the audience, we want to say thank you, uh, to you guys uh, for the content that you bring. It's really so well received and I probably should do a better job of sharing the feedback with you so that you can see just what an impact, uh, consistently you make, um, with your contributions. Cause we get that feedback. So I'll make sure to start sending that over to you. Um, and also on behalf of our listeners, we want to thank you because you're the reason we do this. This is, this wouldn't exist in a vacuum. Um, if we didn't have people listening and watching the show, we just wouldn't be doing it. So we're so grateful that you find help uh, or uh, useful in the 
content we provide, please tell a friend. Think of one other real estate professional or if you're in the mortgage industry, another LO, another loan officer, a loan originator, and who could benefit from hearing this particular episode and send them a link to the show. You can always follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash keeping it real pod and find us on our website every episode we've ever done. And by the way, let's say that you, our website, by the way, is keepingitrealpod.com. And I just recently rebuilt it. And here's a cool feature that I added to it. So if you needed a little a coaching moment, Ryan's, all of Ryan's episodes are at the bottom in a category called coaching moments. And you could literally just listen to them one by one. You don't have to search through all of the 200 plus episodes we've done. So every single category of episode that we create is, is on that website. So you can go back. And if you need that uh, little coaching inspiration, you can go back to a previous coaching moment episode as well. So guys, thank you so much. I'll let you get both get on with your busy, busy days. Uh, busy day. And um, I'm going to head to the gym and uh, be tortured for the next hour, but, but I'm going to feel good at the end. So it's worth it. Thanks, DJ. <laughs> Thanks guys.